<laughs> Can you please go close the door into the the mysterious back room where we keep Spencer? <laughs> where for, Spencer is alive and well. For everybody <laughs> listening. Right yeah. Now, the <laughs> fucking door is open off camera. And uh Spencer could get out, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's for uh ventilation purposes and airflow. Oh, is that why there's the big do not close door sign that we always ignore on there? Maybe. All right. Um, what's wrong with your car, by the way? The uh, the tranny is going. Really? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's actually not a, that old. No, it's ten years old now. It's a twenty ten. Oh, I thought it was a twenty twelve. No, it's uh, it's actually not like a pressing issue, but it is. Uh, it's a, it's on the, it's on the foresight. It's or on the, on the horizon. It's time mm. to, got to look into it. So, very expensive fix. Yeah, serious. Like it, what? Yeah, how would they know it's starting to go though? Just like, sounds. Mm. You can hear sounds. You can, you can hear sounds. eh? is that Greggy texting me saying, "Why are you at my office?" Oh, he's looking at Escalades for some fucking reason. Why are you sending me a... Is that what you're going to get for your next car? No. I'm looking at an STI, actually. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about getting one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking about getting an STI. Uh, It's a Subaru, actually. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I I think that uh, I have to make a decision based on lease versus finance and tax things and stuff and we can go into a 20 minute talk about that yeah. and bore everybody to death but yeah no but don't uh, i don't know man leasing is the problem with leasing is the uh, kilometer limit right yeah but I actually for, to be honest with you i don't actually drive more than about 20 a, a really heavy year for me is about 20 yeah but that's way over like the yeah. lease limit is like 15 or something like yeah that, so yeah so I guess I'm not driving to the mountains and... Uh, Babe, can you come pick me up? Yeah, I can't be DD. Nah. I can't be a fucking DD <laughs> nah, all the time I'm anymore. almost... Uh, I've almost uh, miled out my lease, so uh, you're going to have to bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. have to be mindful of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, tax write-off versus whatever. I don't know how, what... The, the mileage is pretty good, actually, on the... Yeah. Uh, rent, on uh, Not rental. That's the word I'm saying. Um, nice. No. Nice. Finance. Finance, thank you. Finance is unlimited because well, it's your own car. Yeah, but you uh, you also don't get, um, like, it's a per kilometer write-off versus uh, fucking, like, the monthly expense or whatever. So hmm. so you still, it does uh, work out pretty good, but, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like 50-something cents a kilometer. Yeah. Do you want to just alt-tab to the other window for, like, t- just leave it yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, my dad's blowing my phone up with fucking cars now. <laughs> caddy pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but anyways, no, you're, but a ten-year-old like German car should be still working. No. You would think so. Have you treated it properly? No, I bagged the shit out of it. No, I've actually. I mean, to be honest with you, over the last seven years, I've owned it. I've uh, I've been quite good good to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple times where you you know you you drive like a dick because you 
you can. Because you are one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a thing about um, oh uh, for BMWs they don't use their they the stereotype is not using their signals. So when you buy a BMW, you have to ask the guy, "How are the signals?" And he should say, "Fresh, man, never used." <laughs> Wait, wasn't that? Did someone make that joke on here? Didn't no, Nathan uh, or Dylan do? Yes, I think uh, <laughs> D- Dylan or Nathan did. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. So, but it's I don't know. I'm not that much of a dick, but there's there's actually an article about how BMW drivers are the biggest. Uh, douches on the road i believe is the like uh, least signal users yes <laughs> least rate of signal usage per biggest capita douche, or what? biggest douche <laughs> award goes to bmw drivers so i might go buy one i don't know yet <laughs> so uh bavaria bmw is just down the road uh sponsor us <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> leases to long and hard yeah i was actually <laughs> yeah hey wait a minute <laughs> don't don't take it out in our name <laughs> oh man I don't even no. know how it works. Like, do you do it in the corporate name? I don't know. Talk to accountant. It is easier to uh, lease them because to, like, finance a vehicle mm-hmm. through a corporation would be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Any kind of finance through a corporation is a huge pain in the ass. So. I do know that, like, down in the States where there's a lot more millionaires, people are always trying to write off their fucking Lamborghinis as much as possible. And then they made it so that um, there's different classes of vehicles. So oh. you get certain write downs on certain classes of vehicles versus oh, others. Okay. Yeah. So your exotics and your luxury, luxury vehicles or, don't get uh, very much of a write down compared really? to more like utilitarian vehicles, like a pickup truck or a. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Guys were just like writing off their entire payment of a Lamborghini. Like this Fuck is that. a company car. Exactly. I need it to <laughs> yeah. flex on Instagram. For my company. That's how I make my money. <laughs> yeah. Instagram flexing. The thing I've learned through all of this process, though, is that anybody can fucking finance a car. They will fucking move heaven and earth to get you into a oh, car. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. And I mean, well, because the thing, too, is uh, the um, like the underlying loans aren't that much, relatively. Unless mm-hmm. you like finance a brand new Range Rover where they rip you off and it's like 120 grand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even then, like... The actual underlying loan value isn't that high because people always talk about, you know, other was obviously the subprime mortgage crisis, housing crisis. Uh, they talk about the subprime vehicle loan crisis, but <laughs> because the loans are relatively small and their maturity is not that long, like mm-hmm. the, it won't really have the catastrophic effects <laughs> per se. So I know that the vast majority of vehicle loans are now 72 months. Which is seven, no. Eight years, I believe. No, 72? 72 what? months. Uh, five times 12 is 66 years. That's six years? Yeah. Or greater than, sorry, greater oh, than okay, 72 that's what it months. Because yeah. I've seen, I have seen where they have 84 a lot of them, uh, 96 months actually. 96 I've seen where months? they brag about that. Jesus Christ. Which that is too long. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. But at the same time, I've also, like, when I was 19 and I bought that car, would I have made the same decision at 26? Probably not. In what way? Well, like, actually, to be honest with you, the APR on it was very, very low. I think it was, like, 0.04 or something. Oh, okay. So it was essentially free money. So 
uh, the thing, <laughs> but also you were like, oh man, I'm never financing a car over however many years again. True. Josh, today, boys, what should, <laughs> what should I lease? What new car like... should I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about leasing to be honest, like to be completely honest. Right. Yeah. Uh, cause at least you can swap out every year or something, can't you? Or what? Depends on bullshit. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. But call it a fleet vehicle. Yeah. I am thinking about the lease, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm also going to talk to some people that are smarter than me. Yeah. Because I'm dumb. (laughs) Dumb. Dumb. The fucking... I don't know, man. The car business is a weird one where you're oh, yeah. always just, no matter who or what, like, you're always a little skeptical about I go cars. In, I go in with my own Vaseline, usually, because I know they're going to bend me over and fuck <laughs> me. Yeah. So. At least make sure you're uh, prepared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's so strange how, th- like, to me, there's almost a disconnect between the engineering and design and marketing of vehicles mm-hmm. than the actual like sales of it to, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the actual dealerships. It, it just seems like such a weird industry or that, you know, the premise of the industry is to sell new cars every year. Right. Like, yeah. So they keep producing new ones and keep selling new ones. And I just don't know who the Fook is actually doing that. Right. So I don't know. It, it's, and I have lots of friends in the car business, and like you're not all terrible people, just most of you. But <laughs> but uh, just kidding, uh, car guys. But I don't know. It's it's a weird business where, and fuck, you could say the same about realtors, where everyone has this certain kind of perception about mm-hmm. it, and you always walk in like a little like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think you have to get like you have to educate yourself on it, which is. In everything at the end of the day. Because if you don't, then you're kind of a sitting mm, Dumb. Yeah, exactly. So, um, that being said, that's why I'm going to ask the question based on taxation, mm. lease versus finance, all that shit. And at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, would I would I ever finance a car again? Only if it's at a very low rate. Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if it's essentially 0% interest doesn't make a sense sense not to right but if it's predatory rates like some people pay like i'm talking higher than credit card rates that's what? retarded oh yeah dude absolutely really yeah. have you seen that semi personally or locally someone with there that? was somebody that i know who's now in commercial real estate that was doing subprime car loans oh okay i think it was like 40 percent it's got to be over only over like, oh, but that's probably, excuse me, because they actually have a similar to, uh, <clears throat> like it's similar to a private mortgage where you actually only do like a one to two year thing. And then with the goal of by the end of that, your credit should be a bit better. Yeah. So they switch you over to a different loan, better rate, right? But fuck, 40%. Oh, I know. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Like that's credit cards, double are, credit cards. Yeah, credit cards are predatory as 20. it is. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what? Who in their right mind? But mo- a lot of people don't understand finances, right? So it's kind of like 
think this will give you some more slack on your life. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, that's okay. We're good. All right. No, but uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'll keep the I'll keep the podcast posted. If I come back with a nice STI, I'll show you. Fresh new ST STI STI. They are called STIs today, anyway. So that's the joke. (laughs) 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 Oh, what is an STI? Actually, I don't like vehicle. I have no idea. I'm Subaru WRX STI. So like a. It's like a rally car, kind of like a. Oh, yeah. You've seen like a Lancer, like, like a e- Lancer Evo. It's the Subaru version. Like, I wonder if you know how they live in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I was hearing, I talked to Adam today about this. Because I do roommate. believe they drive Mitsubishis in that movie. Oh, yeah, that was a movie reference, not a race joke. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, one thing he was telling me is that to get insurance on these cars, a lot of the time, and also to young men, very very difficult. Reason being, mm-hmm. these cars are put sideways into poles and fucking walls, All exponentially yeah. higher <laughs> than every other car Shit. on the road. I would absolutely believe that. Yeah. So, yeah. and they're all-wheel drive. Yeah. I don't know how people are doing them, but that thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 So. Or yeah, did I say Mitsubishi? I meant Subaru, but. Uh, Subaru, uh, Subaru and Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi. for sure would yeah. be in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Honda, Honda's big mm. in that. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Besides that, or Civic baby. <laughs> Honestly, man, the new ones don't look too bad. Like the no. body style and stuff on them looks pretty good. So or a Ford Focus RS. All right, Ken Block. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking yeah, damn. I mean, that was the nice part about turning 25 was that your insurance, insurance. goes way down. Very true. Like, mine actually went so much down. Mine's actually pretty reasonable, normal rates now because mm-hmm. mine was just shit for years. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Never had an accident. Shit, bro. Yeah. You know what, though? That car, way less to insure than the GMC Envoy was. Right, because SUVs are a lot yeah. more. For whatever reason. You can roll them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly that has a pretty high crash rating, so. It is built like, like a fucking tank. Oh, like safety rating? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. The new yeah. ones, I don't know why people are buying them because their doors are so flimsy compared. Like, you know how you close that door and it makes a nice. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Fuck, man. The new ones are just like aluminum cans, man. They're just like. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of when they changed the body. Yep. Shape and look. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Everything's cheaper these days. Everything's like less. Like Adam drives a fucking 2001 GMC Jimmy. He was driving that thing for like a week without fucking radiator fluid in it because for some reason it blew up when it was minus fucking 40 or whatever. Yeah. On most cars, that would be a death sentence. That would uh-huh. be the end of that engine never to be seen again. Goodbye. Yeah. It's made out of cast iron. That thing just like never will die. It's insane. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Actually, fuck. Even my family's uh, Sequoia. Yep. It's at like two hundred and eighty thousand kilometers. Still have it? <laughs> yeah. My Holy my fuck. one sister has it. Yeah. And she's just now like you know the Toyota commercial where it's like most Toyotas are still on the road. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's very true, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's at about two eighty, and uh, now she's actually looking at getting a new one. But we've had that for a long long time. Yeah. So. 
I know somebody that has a, a, a Dodge Ram, the diesel. Okay. Half a million kilometers. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Things aren't meant to last anymore. I don't know. I would say it's also a little dumb luck because for every person who's like, oh, yeah, my oh, Dodge yeah. is at 500K, mm-hmm. um, there's another person who is like i bought a dodge and it was crap and everything nothing worked and yeah. american made blah 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 right yeah. so it's the silicon lottery of vehicles you ever heard that term no actually so so the silicon lottery has to do with uh chips for computers mm-hmm. and some you can like overclock like i kind of get where this is going yeah. but explain. you can like overclock it to way faster yeah and some of them are just like they can only stay at base clock. There's no way you can overclock it, or you will fuck up your computer and blow it up. So that just has to do with uh, the quality of the actual silicon in the chips, yeah, basically. Exactly, hmm. and it's just the lottery of which batch you get. Huh. Interesting. That actually makes so much sense because a lot of people where they have issues with vehicles is in the electronics, right? Mm-hmm. Like your pistons and engine and stuff mm-hmm. usually. Like the, yeah, usually the mechanics usually won't fail too bad. A lot of it is all electrical in circuits. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That actually probably makes sense why uh, people get bad batches of computers, iPhones, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Huh. Yeah. I've never heard that term before. It makes yeah. a lot of sense now so, that I hear it. So maybe I'll look at the Tesla. Because supposedly yeah. they only have about 40 some odd moving parts. So the mm. maintenance on them is a lot less. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm just shrugging. How much does a Tesla uh, start at? around here depends on which one you want but like a model 3 is probably about 50 that's uh like the sedan yeah the the lower sedan yeah yeah the okay. model s is like 80 yeah so yeah just at uh those are canadian dollars yes i believe so yeah a little out of reach for like average consumer vehicle right well so, i have the computer in front of me i'll yeah. look it up yeah. but anyway yeah it's like kind of shut up adobe but yeah it's kind of um I'm still like I'm hesitant on the electrical mm-hmm. car thing. I'm just not. Uh, my concern is the day-to-day practicality, mm-hmm. or like if, uh, or how do they do in fucking minus forty, right? Which... Starting from fifty-four six is the Model Three. Okay, but that's for a new one. That's a new one. Yeah. I mean, granted, they there's probably not they're that pretty. Many, so. Yeah, like I think they've yeah. only been around for the last couple of years. Yeah. But interesting. That's actually not unreasonable, but uh, no. Nah. But at the same time, again, like you said, the practicality of it, mm-hmm. and well, unless you have a home charger, you're like fucked, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, I'd agree. Um, I mean, granted, there's... you can actually. I saw Jamin build like includes them in their uh, <laughs> yeah in their homes now, and you get Alexa in your house too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's some places that are getting more of those chargers. In Montreal, they had one almost on every street corner. Right. Uh, it's here, just like a public parking spot. Yeah. You see it when you see them here; they're very much a novelty. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. Well, I mean, that's brewery frankly, district Alberta, has a right? couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You see them in trendy places, and you're like, "Oh, cool! An electric car stall, <laughs> right? I wonder if it's even actually wired up, or if it's just there for show." <laughs> actually, there was a BMW i3 parked in one. Oh, day. yeah, sick. Yeah. I have actually seen an i3 in the city before as well. I'm, I think there's probably more than one. Like, it's not that exclusive of a car, but they're... No, the, the, the i3 is the little one. It looks like a fucking smart car. You're, oh. You're thinking i8. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 No, there are a couple of the i8s too. They're, okay. they're okay, but man, I don't know. 
they're a little too like Tron-esque for me. I'd agree. Personally. I'd yeah. agree 100%. They're uh, cool, but uh, I don't know. I think it would be a car that I would get and be like, fuck, I'm so sweet. And then two weeks later, be like, I am sick of looking at this thing. So 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> no, when I was in uh, when I'm in Montreal over F, like the F1 race, fuck, man, there are some cars. Uh, is that just because rich people come to watch that and they naturally just pull up to stunt or what? Pretty much, yeah. 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 So, they, like, close down all the streets and the main street is where you can drive and show off. It's kind of like White Ave times six. <laughs> yeah, 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 for so, sure. yeah. I actually remember one time, speaking of White Ave and supercars, um, sitting on the patio at a MKT. And there was this guy. Was it the Mercia Lago? Was it the Lamborghini? <laughs> yeah, it was a Lambo. I was with and you. And it was a decently nice one. Yeah. And a few years older, but I mean. The white one. It, white, white, white with black trim? Uh, no, I think it was like a silver one. Okay. Silver gray, kind okay. of. If I'm not mistaken, could be wrong. Memories yeah. are reconstructive. We live in a simulation. But anyways. <laughs> um, no, we were sitting there. And then he, you know, as he pulls up to the end, to the stoplight, he does the like signature yeah. rev that you don't need to do yeah. <laughs> but you know you're gonna do it it's a yeah. you're driving a lamborghini and i'm like yeah i guarantee you this guy's gonna circle the block and do this again <laughs> in like 12 minutes yeah lo and behold what the conversation goes on blah blah, blah and i remember being like he then i just hear out over my shoulder like yeah. i'm like i knew it i knew he was gonna be back and i Absolutely. remember our server was there and she's like okay calm it down <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 100%. Everyone else laughed because I totally called it. So, well, I mean, if I had a 12-inch deck, I'd, I'd show it off all the time, too. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but at the end of the day, fucking living right on White Ave. We were talking about living in Raymond Block because of... Uh-huh. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'd be able to live in that building right on White Ave with all these fucking people. And they're... It would be very noisy, yeah. for one. They better have, like quadruple pane windows and, in the building oh yeah no it, it, the noise and the noise gets through right mm-hmm. like even a little bit so you know i'm lucky where i am where it's uh nice and quiet just a bit off the main drags yeah right so it, it's good that way but uh yeah no it's uh <laughs> yeah raymond block i don't know if i could do it i mean especially knowing that like you just you're sitting at home one night maybe kind of bored Oh God! You look outside and you just see people having fun, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I could go be one of them." Yeah, <laughs> right. You're, you're far enough off of. I'm far out. enough off that it's yeah. a pain in the ass to actually walk to yeah. the near. Like the nearest bar is like a ten to twelve minute walk, yeah, yeah. which isn't bad. But if it's cold, it's like, eh, I'm not doing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's a little bit of a commitment. Where if it was fucking minus forty and you're you live in Raymond Block, you could. Oh, I'm a, you barely have to go outside. Exactly. I'm across the street to Billiards Club. Yeah. And... If you go out the back, you could walk to Pint on White because they have the back side uh, too, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, can't do it. But I mean, it's almost fully leased. So there's people making it work, right? So. I know the demographic of that building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aged 18 through 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're we're in the twenty five to thirty four demo that uh, no one cares about anymore. Yeah, so. we're the old geezers. Yeah, seriously. Is my dad still sending me fucking pictures of cars here? He's gonna love this shit. This <laughs> is his favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, car shopping. Yeah. Well, he was like, well, "You can buy my car." I'm like, "Bro, the fucking maintenance on my car? Come on." 
Yeah. Yeah. Come on. A, Come on. You're now. trying to get away from all the maintenance, so. I just replied with, hmm. Should have just sent the Buzz Lightyear hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, is your dad, instead of sending you screenshots of the phone, is he sending you pictures of his computer screen holding his phone up to do it? You would, be, you would be correct. Nice. Nice. Doesn't know Excellent. how to take a... Oh, dude, I have I have some funny stories to tell you about, like, screenshots. He has, like, this separate fucking app on his computer to, like, take screen captures. I'm like, bro, it's a fucking built-in functionality of Windows. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know uh, I've, like, alt-tabbed in front of older people before. And, and they're, they're just like, like where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Whoa. yeah. You're. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. We we know how to navigate within that technology a lot better. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Oh, um, another thing I was gonna say is because you mentioned Brewery District a second ago, mm-hmm. but I think there is a guy living in his car in the Brewery District oh. Parkade. I'm like about seventy percent sure. Which part of the Parkade? Uh, kind of between the where the gym parking is and where the grocery store parking is. Oh, okay. Because I've seen a truck there. It's parked just a little bit out of the way. Nice. I always see a dude kind of like weirdly around that car hanging out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But at the same time, they actually have like actual security who patrols there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Uh, trying to make funny stories for the pod but i don't know this one i saw it in the same spot more than once and the dude was kind of like just chilling in there and it was i don't know it was a little weird pretty good location though underground parking theory, yeah, I mean, it's 24-hour gym 24-hour so access you're not gonna suspicious. get locked in or locked out yeah. the only thing is they do have actual security so they notice so you probably have to keep it moving keep it going but, around. Uh, yeah. yeah interesting or like leave for the day and well come if back. i ever to live in my car that would be a good place. So. That would be a pretty good place. That's pretty good. Honestly, man, that's pretty sick parking there that they have. I feel like people don't know about it, honestly, or people think you have to pay. Or people park knows. on the surface and it's like, what are you doing, guy? And then if you park on the surface, you kind of have to walk up the stairs to the gym because you're not going to be that piece of shit who goes up one floor in the elevator. I'm that piece <laughs> of shit. But if you park at the parkade, it's perfectly acceptable to take the elevator. So that elevator... My girlfriend was afraid of elevators for the first time. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. We're Why is taking, that? We're taking the fucking elevator. She just doesn't like the enclosed spaces? She or doesn't what? like the enclosed space. I think she's got locked in one, one time. Yeah. Dude, I so in our fucking building, because the... <laughs> oh, no. No, nothing bad's happened yet, thankfully, <laughs> knock on wood. And to my knowledge, it hasn't happened to anyone. But our, our elevator does actually have a little bit of a problem where it freezes up sometimes. No, oh, yeah. There's not... I. I do believe it's been fixed because it hasn't done it for a long time, hmm. but something happens where it kind of freezes up and just gets locked. And I'm not sure. I haven't talked to anyone, so I don't know the exact details, but every now and then for a while there, every couple weeks, it would be out for a few hours. And then I overheard some of the condo board guys saying like, oh, you know, this one locks up every now and then, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I think it just gets to a floor and then sort of like freezes and won't work anymore because you'd like press it, the light would turn on and then it would just sit there and be like, nah, and the light would turn <laughs> off. <laughs> So, I don't know, but that freaked me the fuck out because I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, does this mean I could plausibly get locked in here? So, because that, uh, I'm a decently claustrophobic person and I would, that would not be good. Not be good. So, um, but 
thankfully it's never happened. I don't think it's ever happened. Knock on wood. Hopefully not. And also, there was uh, one weekend a while ago where uh, it was out for the whole weekend, which is outrageous because I live on the top floor. He lives in the penthouse. <laughs> in the pee house, baby. Of a four, four floor building. <laughs> Still pee house. <laughs> um, but uh, w- <laughs> it was out for like a whole weekend. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it must be really fucked up this time. But since then, they it hasn't stopped again. So mm-hmm. I think they got it properly fixed or whatever. You want to make a lot of money and be an elevator tech. Those guys make fucking bank, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that like a trade? It must be. I think right? so, or yeah. kind of a technical program yeah. or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Those Makes guys sense, make right? Lots of money. Yeah. Especially because there's a lot of old condo buildings that have old piece of shit elevators that are just fucked and probably need a ton of maintenance and then the condo board's not going to replace them because it's like 200 grand or whatever so mm-hmm. then you're just like nah well i think 200 grand is even on the low yeah side. actually yeah probably for but, a big big building but yeah uh, fuck yeah there's maintenance. definitely some buildings you get on the yeah, elevator you're just like should i write my will before i get on this <laughs> make sure my affairs are in order <laughs> call um, my mom tell her i love yeah. her get on the elevator i guess um I actually, uh, one time was talking, I talked to a chick who lived in, uh, a friend of mine, uh, lived in, uh, Hillside Estates, mm-hmm. which is like in theory and on paper, actually not on paper, but it's would be a good building cause it has a great view, mm-hmm. big units. Some of them are nicely rented, but the building itself is completely fucked, right? You know where that is. Is that on, uh, it's 104th and about a hundredth Ave. Okay. Um, right where those big wood stairs are at the top. Uh, yeah okay. and like the units are like a hundred grand but uh, yeah, hundred, yeah yeah but yeah anyways um she was telling me that because it's an old elevator and because it's a big building that uh you know kind of at there's like a rush hour for the elevator mm. so if you and she was on like the 17th floor and if you screw up the timing of the elevator in the morning if you don't get on early enough it's basically you won't get on because by the time you hail it to your floor, it has to make stops, go on, figure out what everyone else is doing, and then eventually come get you, eventually get down. If you screw up by like 10 minutes, you miss your window, and then it's like, fuck, now I have to take the stairs. <laughs> so you have to go down the 17 flights of stairs. Jeez. Yeah. So. There was somebody I was talking to, this was a while ago, but about, he was like thinking about how do you like algorithmically decide where an elevator should be? in a big building at any given time (laughs) and i was like yeah for sure you're autistic but i (laughs) I like it i like it yeah no that uh that would be i mean in theory um a newer one would have some sort of priority system probably don't you think yeah right more traffic more people from x floor going to x floor well yeah it probably i think it probably just generally goes to the highest and works its way down and then gets to the bottom and works its way up. I, I don't fucking know. You would think so. Yeah. But, but like maybe if you fucking pay more, maybe. I don't know. Well, the optimal way to do that would be for everyone to like give their work, general work schedules and their floor location. Yeah. And then the building can input it. But uh, yeah. Have you seen the optimal way of loading an airplane? Yeah. Where it's like the six seat one. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That That's would be hilarious. They apparently... Apparently, no one ever really seriously considered it, but it was presented at some sort of board meeting of a big airline where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is, in theory, the optimal way to load a plane. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, that news kind of became public. And it's like, as if air travel wasn't shitty enough <laughs> already, that would be a nightmare. What was the actual answer? Was it just that everybody could essentially pick their... How did it go? 
Because, like, how they do it is obviously back to front. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, no, no. So they actually would propose, like, instead of three seats in an aisle, yeah. you could actually do six, but they would be sort of intertwined, okay. facing each other. Yeah. So half the plane would face the back of the plane, uh, but you would be, each row would be intertwined with your, but your legs would cross over enough that, like, if window seat wanted to use the bathroom, all five people would have to get up. Oh, you know what? You were talking about different things. You're talking about the optimal way to actually have an Fill airplane planes. filled. Yeah. I'm oh, talking about there's actually... To get on? Yeah. See, actually, because when I was just uh, flying to Kelowna, because they did do that for a while where they kind of switched it where they went backwards to the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe the premium customers complained enough because now they do it the old school way, which is way shittier. Where yeah. Well, it's always been like first class or business class and then like back of the bus type of thing. I'm pretty sure is yeah. how it goes. Well, on a big enough plane, it in theory is like first class, then like the front of economy and then the back of economy. But for a while they switched it where it was like the back, like first class always gets to do whatever they want. Right. But like, who cares? But, uh, they would put load from the back to the front, but Mm -hmm. then they stopped doing that for whatever reason. Interesting. But it does actually make a lot more sense that way to do it. I also heard that first class is pretty much dying. Like it just doesn't get done anymore. It's it's always like bu- like business class. Business class is there. Yeah. yeah, but first class has been like it's just been f- getting phased out and phased out. The only airlines that are doing it now is like Emirates and like right, like a truly yeah, like where it's like an overseas premium. Yeah, apartment experience. fucking they call them apartments sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sky apartments or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, the uh, I don't know. I think the extra like the extra cost for. M- even for a fairly wealthy person, mm-hmm. statistically speaking, you know, if you're in the top 1% of North American earners, of, I don't know, like if you combine Canada and USA, it's probably like maybe 300, because, yeah. but anyways, even so, like to spend like five grand on a plane seat doesn't make any sense for most people. I mean, you get right? to the same place. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, uh, yeah, it's a weird, weird thing. I will say the difference between economy and fucking business on a 14 hour jaunt that's a big one. Oh yeah that's actually a big one yeah I, I i've known some australian people and stuff where they say they just spring for the extra like sometimes it works out to an extra like five to seven hundred bucks yeah and it's like for like 14 goddamn hours it's you might as well spend it, it it's right so you'll it. you'll be happy you did so yeah. but uh yeah yeah oh no the airplane actually so uh on my flight home our flight was delayed by two hours because and this kind of shows the problem with the airline industry because the issue with airline is the te- the aside from putting iPads in the back of the chairs, uh, the actual technology hasn't changed virtually at all in like 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. right? So, excuse me, but uh, with that, um, so what happened was uh, one of the pilot's headsets was screwed up, like it was broken or worn out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually had to get a new one flowing in so we were delayed really? by two hours from edmonton so Interesting. um because i guess it was super staticky and they couldn't really hear air traffic control i'm mm-hmm. like okay that sounds important enough <laughs> right yeah um so we did end up being delayed about three and a half hours just because like by the time it got there they had to install it check it blah blah blah. like it took a little while mm-hmm. but um you know as they announced that it's delayed we overheard that it was because the headset was broken or whatever or no i think they announced it mm-hmm. right and then we look over at the best buy fucking uh <laughs> uh, uh vending machine yeah. and my dad's like 
man, I'll buy them new headphones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? These are, this can be on me. I don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> but they probably use some like archaic. Oh God! Input yeah, absolutely. Jack or something. It's probably like a shittier than a quarter inch input, like yeah. a really old jack and like old old like white. <laughs> you know yeah. those crappy head headphones. So yeah. yeah. I've been delayed on a lot of flights, and I know how people will complain a lot, but if it's for mechanical issues, I always am just like, ah, you know. You know, I want the plane to work well if yeah. I'm getting on it, yeah. right? So Better that it gets off the ground and flies actually to where to we, we want to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, exactly. But this was interesting because I've actually never been, de- like, for a direct flight to be delayed. More than, like, 15 minutes is mm-hmm. a little little weird, so. But my I'm question, here. my how does that thing work with the... Uh, with the how they're paying people out now if you're delayed over three hours or whatever. What's that? You know how they, if you're delayed over a certain amount of time, they're actually paying out passengers. Um, it's, a, it's a new legal thing <laughs> in Canada where you actually have to pay out the passengers if you're delayed over. I want to say it's over three hours. And pay them what? Uh, either meal vouchers or like fucking compensation blah 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 blah. really yeah i'm actually Are just looking this, up right, this now. right now yeah, yeah i should look this up and send it to my dad tonight because yeah. uh so in the european me. union that if you if you're delayed over three hours you can actually claim up to 600 euros per passenger really yeah. wow so in, that's in the eu and in canada is right here stop fucking computer Passengers delayed more than nine hours will get over a thousand dollars in compensation. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. I've never been delayed. Actually, but is that? But close. is that a uh, regu- um <clears throat> That might just be regulating what they because you know how if your flight gets canceled they'll put you up in a hotel and shit. Yeah. It might just be putting a dollar number to that, right? You so. want to know the fucking hotels they put you up in if you're delayed, bro? No, it's usually the airport one. Oh it? no, it's called the Red Roof Inn in San Diego. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> Maybe with a fucking like Southwest Airlines or something. Is it San Diego or fucking San Francisco? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, interesting. See, I don't like that because three point the- three stars. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> There's uh, no way. Is that's that where you? Uh, when was that? Uh, this was years ago. Okay. Um, it's bad see, enough. I remember. I'm always because the one reason, like when you read a lot about plane crashes and stuff, they're mm-hmm. frankly. They're almost never in North America, Mm -hmm. commercial airplane crashes, that is, because they're usually in countries where they don't have as strict of safety regulations, Mm -hmm. let alone as strict of, uh, like, education and rules for the pilots. And it's not usually the top, like, airline. It's not usually... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not usually the Star Alliances or the uh, Sky teams or the One World. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are... um, I don't want to say, like, they're just in kind of like... Uh, All right, phone, why are you ringing? $400 for, for for between three and six hours, by the way. Hmm. I should uh, should launch a complaint. Yeah, you should hit them up, bro. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, but you never really hear that happening in North America. We're just like, like, other parts of the world don't give a shit about safety. But mm-hmm. then, you know, I was actually talking to someone about this because, you know, the... Uh, uh, is it Boeing Max 8s? They were having a problem with them crashing? Yeah, the 737 Max 8s. Yeah, where they, they had a software glitch that made them crash. Uh, like, without making this, like, a 
racially charged statement or whatever. The places where they crashed was actually where uh, typic- like where English was not the primary language, and mm-hmm. typically the pilots weren't uh, either fluent in English or as fluent in English mm-hmm. because um, North like North American pilots were actually having the same issues supposedly with those Boeings, mm-hmm. but they know how to override the program and just kind of manually fly the stick, if you will, mm-hmm. versus. Um, the the places where they unfortunately crashed um they were kind of stuck uh in the program per se so you know it's i don't know that's a really shitty situation and also boeing is completely fucked but uh yes they had a news release or something where there's internal memos and it was like the people working on this are a bunch of monkeys or something it was actually it was bonkers well well it's one of those things that will be actually a we were talking about this um like in like engineering and business management and stuff about mm-hmm. like corporate culture and ethics. Mm-hmm. It'll be a case study for years to come. Cause they totally just threw everything out the window and it was all about like uh, deadlines and getting shit done. Right. Yeah. So. Internal memos. The Boeing 737 max eight was designed by clowns and supervised by monkeys. <laughs> Jesus. That's an internal memo. That's pretty wow. fucking bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to pause this so we can save this and not lose everything. Sounds good. Making sure I'm still in frame. Yeah, you are. What was I going to say? Oh, I flew down to Montreal on a fucking Max 8 last year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, boy. But was that before or after? Um, This was before everything went mm, shit hit the fan. Damn. Yeah, boy. Could be be gone. But I could also have been on that flight from Montreal to Vancouver where... The next coronavirus patient was on, apparently. Recently? This was like on... So, Valentine's Day, we flew down to Montreal last year. Valentine's Day this year, apparently, that person flew cross-country Montreal to Vancouver. Coronavirus. How did they get it in Montreal? No idea. I'm sure they just, like, came in. From somewhere else. From somewhere else, yeah. And then we're returning to Vancouver? I believe so. Damn. Also, it's very big in, like, Italy right now. Big in Italy, big in... Right, uh, Italy and Iran are yeah. the biggest problems with it. Yeah, bonkers. Damn. So, it's just the flu. Fucking get over it. Yikes. <laughs> no, actually, I've, I've heard them... Well, one thing is that I'm quite skeptical of the numbers that are coming out. Uh, from China, China or yeah, period? from China. Oh, China for sure. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, it's kind of like, hmm, what's the actual mortality rate? Because you're shutting down... Millions and millions and millions and millions of people in some of those cities in China. Yeah, but like it does need to be contained. Like you have to take extreme measures, right? Mm-hmm. So even though if it's inconvenient to a lot of people, right? Like I don't know, because <clears throat> a lot of the people dying from it are still generally older people, mm-hmm. right? Um, if the the news is to be <laughs> believed, but uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's. It's crazy, man, and it just seems more... It would seem so apocalyptic over there because, like, there's just so many people on top of each other all the damn time that mm-hmm. when they really shut something down, it would feel like a fucking movie. Like, seriously. Apparently, their uh, carbon emissions have been capped hugely by this. Oh, because no one's driving or Nobody's going doing to work or anything. doing anything? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's somebody that was posting on Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Follow. Still out there? Yeah. But no, it was uh, something like coronavirus has done more for China's carbon emissions than anything else. In the 
Whoops. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, well, I mean, fucking, what, SARS was in, like, the 90s, I want to say, or maybe early, early 2000s. 2000s yeah. I remember. Actually, yeah, because I was a young enough kid that I heard about it, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It Like, swine flu, H1N1, like, there are outbreaks, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of damn people. Someone gets sick. It gets transferred around, right? Mm-hmm. So, because did, did coronavirus come from bats? Is that what they're saying? They're thinking it's from an animal. They're not saying the animal. Oh, okay. I think it's a meme right now. Because I've seen bats, a lot of memes where it's bats, and yeah. I didn't know if that was like a confirmed thing or not. So I, I don't know the full story, but maybe, maybe not. All right. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a liberty to say here. Yeah. I think, um, I think the question, too, is because it's airborne and everything, that's obviously Ebola was like nothing because you had to be right in contact with it. Mm, right, right, right. Uh, Ebola was uh, like a flu-like, was it not? Ebola was like fucking diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyeballs, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like an extreme flu, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I almost forgot about um, Ebola, or like I just 90, heard the word. Ninety percent mortality, I want to say. Wow, really? It was fucked. Right. Yeah. But again, wasn't it in? Um, parts of the world where they don't have adequate hospitals to treat that dehydration. True. Yeah. But also they're eating like literally they think it came from like bush meat or whatever. So it's like, it's always from like animal transmission to human. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all these yeah. like weird strains. And then, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, for We're sure. also about like 130 years overdue for a pandemic or something. So maybe like this, a real one, like that a real pandemic. negatively, you know, like that erases, brings down like, like 10% of the population. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, Genghis Khan (laughs) yeah I was watching a thing the other day uh, where I was analyzing uh, movie accents in movies by like a linguist and Mm -hmm. it was it was actually quite interesting but then he does one where it's uh, because apparently there was a John Wayne movie where he played Genghis Khan but he's just being John Wayne like it's so fucking funny (laughs) you ever seen The Hunt for Red October yeah where fucking (laughs) yeah Sean Connery's supposed to be a Russian guy yeah and yeah. he's speaking in a straight-up Scottish accent. He, he's it's just amazing. being Sean Connery. It's amazing. You're not going to tell Sean Connery, like, hey, uh, you got to do a different accent for this Pretty movie. good fucking movie, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wait, did the rest of the guys sound like they were Russian in it? Uh, I don't know. You know what it is, is they kind of, like, do almost like a they're speaking in Russian, then it goes to, like, everybody speaking English. I don't know. It's kind of a weird transition. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like we've talked about this before because, uh, oh, and the movie, I remember looking this up after because I've referenced this movie before. I can never think of the name. It's Mm -hmm. Enemy at the Gates. Okay. And I think it's Jude Law. And it's about uh, the Russian side of World War II. Mm -hmm. But it's a British film. So they're all British actors playing Russians. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not like they speak with a Russian accent to each other. They just speak as British guys <laughs> to each other. And, like, as a North American, you're like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, art. Uh, yes. Liberty of art. The liberty of art, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, like uh, any Fast and Furious movie and physics. <laughs> I mean, the first couple were kind of okay. The first, oh, the first, like, five were, like, relatively fine. Yeah. And they just got absurd. I think it was seven where they're the infamous scene where they have like a sea can tied to a car and the sea cans like rolling around behind it's a safe it. bro yeah it's a safe it's but a safe. it's like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah i i kind of stopped watching those movies after uh 
after uh, what's his name paul walker paul walker passed away yeah yeah i uh honestly i haven't uh i have not seen all of them i've seen like maybe like a cumulative 3.75 of them honestly Uh, so good movies yeah oh they're not and we're gonna be in them because you know and get the sti bro oh yeah Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that for sure. Yeah, um, start our acting careers. So. Absolutely, you just got to get a racer, bro. <laughs> gotta throw a. Um, gotta throw a they uh, speaking of their unrealistic commercials, um, they because uh, now there's the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff or whatever oh, with the Rock. Yeah, and I don't. I just remember the commercial for the last one. There's a scene where like the Rock is like in a car holding an el- helicopter and is like supposedly like pulling the helicopter down yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> that's why i draw the line <laughs> i mean the rock is pretty big but no amount of steroids is going to help you do that just saying yeah yeah not even because there's a captain america scene where he's holding on to a helicopter <laughs> oh god i love movies oh yeah they're they're the best they're the giving best. us very unrealistic expectations hmm Mm-hmm. Or you can be like Neil deGrasse Tyson, where he like obsesses over like the little things. Like, there's no sound in space, so like the all the infamous uh, star fighter sounds from Star Wars mm-hmm. wouldn't exist. Speaking of movies, instead of watching porn, you should be at the gym doing whatever the fuck it takes. And then the next time you think about jerking your dick, remember I'm watching you from heaven. R.I.P. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rich piano meme. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> it's movies, bro. How is that? Oh, porn is movies. Porn is movies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. True. Did you see uh, Randy King's post? I think it was Goku. Same. Same meme, but with Goku. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I, yeah. I reposted it. It got like fucking at least six or seven comments, like straight to the DM, and I was like, "That's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, fucking." Yeah, so uh, anyways, in uh, other current events, uh, apparently Big Baller Brand is making a comeback now. Oh, really? Because, well, they, I hadn't heard anything of them for a long time, and I wondered, and then they actually so totally fell off the face of the earth for, mm-hmm. like, several years mm-hmm. um, because one of the part owners, who was, like, the family's close confidant or whatever, stole, like, $2 million from Lonzo Ball and from Big Baller <laughs> Brand. Nice. So, yeah. And uh, then I saw a picture that was, like, tweeted out or whatever. Um, There was, at a high school (laughs) volleyball tournament, there was a big baller brand, like, on, like, a Canadian tire table selling their merch. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) For, like, five bucks a shirt. So it it came, fell from grace quite a bit. Did they ever, like, partner with any big brand or? No, they were their own thing. They were just their own thing. They were trying to be, they were trying to go to, like, Adidas and Nike Nike and stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, This was when Lonzo Ball was... Uh, still in college and like was being drafted to the NBA or whatever. Mm. But then um, LeVar Ball <laughs> said the price tag for big baller brand was a billion dollars. And everyone was like, fuck off. So nice. obviously that went nowhere, but then they did their own thing uh, and it went moderately well, but then obviously it got kind of fucked. So, so what's know. bringing it back? They're just uh, releasing shit. They've kind of like gotten distance from this guy and kind of financially, reordered themselves i don't know Uh, well and then who knows because they're probably like uh, i don't know in theory they would have a decent bit of net worth like the main son has uh like 
he's no longer affiliated with the brand or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I don't know, LeVar Ball naturally talking out of his ass as like, uh, oh yeah, big baller brands alive and well, never better. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll I'd see. like to see the financial statement. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, uh, it literally popped up in my newsfeed the other day. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wonder what happened to those guys. Because <laughs> he was all the rage for a while there. But, uh, yeah. Nice. And then they actually founded their own basketball league uh, as, like, a minor pro league. And then it folded almost immediately because <laughs> they just ran out of money or whatever. So Can you red pill me on the AFL or whatever that is? XFL? XFL. Yeah, really quick. So it's meant to be, and I may be butchering this, but it's more or less uh, just a – minor pro football league like okay. it's not trying to be a nfl alternative mm-hmm. think of it as like an american cfl pretty much like it's professional uh you'll get paid like 50 grand a year to play okay. um give or take u.s dollars not yeah. bad <laughs> right a- bad. an opportunity to play fo- pro football yeah have a career right um now because the one thing i believe they have some f- kind of funny rule changes similar to the cfl mm. because xfl actually there were XFL is owned by like a like Vince McMahon, like a WWE. Yep. Um, and they actually had one season in like 2001, but uh, oh the yeah the, yeah. the walk yeah yeah. Um, actually, it's more like a, like this, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, yeah uh, so 2000 2001 something like that. But it was one season, and they had a lot of like hokey rules, like it was very gimmicky, kind of like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now uh, it's a little more serious and real. And uh, the big thing they're also trying to leverage with it is, like, uh, betting, right? Because uh, I think there's a casino or gambling company that has a stake in it. Mm-hmm. Because during the games, um, they'll show, like, the live odds on different things. Ah, okay. So they're trying to, like, get that end of it, too, right? Interesting. Or be more directly affiliated with the with the gambling side of it. So so I don't know. I think, it'll, I think it might actually stick around this time. I don't know. Um, just if they get enough... Because the nice part is, is it'll play through the spring and summer in the States. Mm-hmm. So in theory, I think it would do well with like in-person TV viewership. I don't know. But uh, it, I guess we'll find out. Football's so fucking big in the States. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm sure that five leagues would still have viewership. Yeah, for sure. To be yeah. honest. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, if you want to hear something hilarious, there's sports betting hedge funds out there. S- sports betting hedge funds. So as a hedge fund, yeah, they, all they place do a is, bet is sports betting. Yeah, really, and they run algorithms around which team is going to win today yeah. and which team is going to huh. lose. Yeah, interesting. Wow. Big. I mean, in theory, it's not that different from buying like options, right? So, yeah. I mean, some guy made a billion dollars betting on horses, horse races, or something. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So there's got to be some strategy, or you. Uh, in theory, uh, you can kind of play the odds and diversify your portfolio, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, it's the same, it would be the same principles, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it? In many ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like when McGregor fought fucking Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Always bet on Mayweather. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So those sort of like, uh, where the odds don't favor you, but, uh, no, no, no. Like where there's like completely one-sided bets that should yeah. go your way 95% of the time. Yeah. And they pay out whatever. You might yeah. as well, you should always just go with that. Oh, for sure. Well, uh cuz if 
I, I remember hearing during that fight that if Mayweather had lost, Vegas would have lost like a hundred million dollars, like bookies, oh, right? Hundred percent. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a, honestly, it was a good thing he won that uh, Cowboy Surround fight, just because people were sort of saying because his last three big fights he lo- before that he lost, mm-hmm. right? So, but uh, it was kind of a. And then he hadn't fought in a long time and stuff, so it was kind of a weird. Guy made so much oh, fucking yeah. money. Yeah, we're the ones. Floyd Mayweather, man. He's fucking laughing his way to the bank, right? Yeah, like hundred percent. He could lose every single fight of the yeah. rest of his life. He's still yeah. fucking. Eventually, they'd be like over yeah. you, but yeah, but eventually, still, yeah. but still, yeah. The loser walks out of there like both guys get like ten million for showing up, and then if you win, like oh, if yeah. you're the underdog, you actually get more to win, uh, or something like that. Like yeah. you're over extra incentivized sort of thing but uh for one night bro yeah oh, i mean obviously you're training all the time yeah you're training blah blah blah. but it's a pretty ridiculous payday for that's sure. bonkers yeah somebody can go bash my face in for oh i'd get beat up on tv for <laughs> 10 mil like <laughs> uh actually because boxing though because if i'm not mistaken boxing gloves are meant to protect the other person mm-hmm. versus ufc gloves they'll still hurt um versus ufc gloves are meant to protect the wearer mm-hmm. if that makes sense so mm-hmm. you'll get a lot more beat up in ufc than boxing so ufc is like a fucking a pad like that maybe yeah. oh for sure yeah. i don't know enough about it yeah no it's uh y- yeah the- <laughs> I've, I've i've seen fights before yeah. yeah no that's one uh that's one i you know it's funny uh because the podcasting world has grown so much and joe rogan is at the center of that so many people know like including myself kind of know what's going on in the mixed martial arts fighting world even though i have no next to no interest <laughs> in it and i i haven't watched a ufc fight in years like sat and watched one like yeah literally the last time i did was maybe like 2010 2011 when i was still kind of quote unquote newer or like yeah. really getting mainstream popular at that time and it was just a thing to do so I would watch one I think the last time i watched a fight was uh pacquiao versus mayweather oh yeah some very entrepreneurial, enterprising woman on my free cams decided to post it <laughs> and and host a viewing party. Oh, yeah. Fuck. She was making nice, a lot nice. of money that night. Yeah. Good I job. Was... <laughs> Sweet baby 222. <laughs> I, I uh, fuck, I re-listened to our episode with Carly. Um, oh, and by the way, we were on a, uh, on a Hey Bitches podcast last we week were. talking about porn. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. <laughs> so, uh, good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check it out. Man or woman. We take, uh, kind of both sides of the debate. It was very good. But, uh, I was re-listening to it. And when we we're talking about the cam sites, I should have mentioned that, like, you get a lot of banger songs watching that because, like, the amount of times we've been hanging out and someone just has, like, a sick EDM track. It's like, where'd you get this? Like, oh, my free cams. <laughs> yeah, Adam sent me one, like, two days ago, and I was like, where'd you find this? He's like, you know where I found this. Yeah, you don't have to ask. <laughs> you already know the answer. If you want to know what it's called, just give me a second, I'll find it, but yeah. Is it by Dub Dogs? <laughs> no, no, it's no. not fucking Allure's on Danse. Dub Dogs remix. Yeah. Go fucking get that one, though. It's a good song. It's something like, uh, also go listen to Just, just Jordan's new fucking track. Oh, yeah. Shout Warrior. out Just Jordan Warrior. Yeah. Album. It's a good song. Releases mid-month, I want to say. Mid-March. For some fucking reason, my whole Spotify library is re-downloading, so never mind, but. Spotify guy over here. Yeah, Spotify. I'm, I'm in too deep with Apple Music, man. You're in the fucking ecosystem, bro. Yep. 
Yeah. In the ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah. Even though I have a Windows computer. But I know. Still You're pretty still in, in the ecosystem. You're still in the ecosystem. Yeah. They got you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They got you by the balls. You know, everyone worries about Amazon this and that or Facebook this and that. But, like, what about who has the underlying piece of technology that everything is on? Mm-hmm. Apple, right? Like, Yeah. It's actually amazing how many more Androids there are, though. But we're oh, yeah, in North America. Sure. Apple is huge. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I mean, we also, we're very... North Americans are very North American centric, right? Like, but, mm-hmm. uh, cause you know, we're number one, but, uh, you know, anyways, um, you know what Android just brought out text from computer on, Oh really? Yeah. On your browser. So you can actually text. Oh from damn. Your okay. Bro- so it's, they're, so they're coming ca- along. Catching up with, uh, iMessage there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. coming along here. I don't know. I don't like, uh, like I had that back on my, uh, MacBook had an iMessage hooked. Yep. to it yeah um but i think even during my time i actually disconnected it i didn't really like having it on my desktop just really all the time i did i didn't really enjoy it i love having signal and yeah. i actually am quite enjoying this for specifically for texting for appointments like making appointments with agents mm. big because you can just copy and paste the address right from the listing right into the into the text and oh okay i see what you're saying yeah yeah that that makes it Actually, that makes it a little easier for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, because if I need to send myself a link or something, I yep. email it to myself. Yep. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I've just always enjoyed having my just phone and computer a little separate. I guess so. And yeah. I just don't like it. Or something will get opened and read and then not responded to on one versus gotcha. the other. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. That's gotcha. kind of my problem with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I like to have it a little more contained that way. I love having signal on my desktop. Amazing. I can type like a, a billion times faster with my fingers than with my fucking thumb. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, in the words of Chris D'Elia, like nothing's too long to text, but sometimes when I have to send a long text, I'm just like, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I actually like email it. Like bruh. typing, therapeutic. Just feels good. See, I actually, if I need to do something that let's say is serious or requires my attention. Mm-hmm. I still want to sit down at a computer and do it, see it on a bigger screen for whatever reason. I feel better with that, even though you, in theory, don't need a computer anymore. No. Right? So. But there's no fucking way I'm going to be writing anything on a smartphone. Oh, yeah. No. Like, anybody who does that? Oh, crazy. Yeah. Get the heck out of here. Even with a BlackBerry, I mean, you still only have two fingers. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you could still go pretty quick with BlackBerry, but fuck. (coughs) Yeah. Not, Not even equivocal. Man, T9. T9. One finger. T9. See, the nice part about T9 was it was you could text without looking at your phone, right? Very easily. You don't have the the Google Gboard? Oh, I have that. Oh, and then also, no, I have it because I, like, uh, Apple actually has natively installed that now or included it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But with the swipe. Yeah, with the swipe. But uh, I, I don't really use it just because I don't think to use it i'm just not used really? to it i i always forget about it until uh i kind of accidentally swipe my finger and then i remember oh yeah right this is a thing but I, I i always forget about that yeah yeah but i mean <laughs> yeah actually it's probably better now because it's a little predictive just text. kidding i was gonna say okay i'll do that when i get home and i said okay i will fill ty runny mead <laughs> see exactly never mind actually have you ever seen uh there's a very good scene in um, uh, The Departed okay. where they're all in a surveillance room and uh, not Michael Keaton. Who's that? The old guy 
is texting the undercover cop with his phone in his pocket. Mm -hmm. But that plot point only really works if it's an old school phone Mm -hmm. where you can uh, type on the nine keys without looking at them. Yep. Right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. where he warns him that, uh, yeah, it's a very tense scene where both characters almost get exposed. So Mm -hmm. it's a great movie. It's it's an amazing movie. Maybe yes, maybe no. (laughs) Maybe fuck yourself. It's an amazing line. Um, what was I going to say? It's no, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe fuck yourself. That's a, that's a, the, the fucking, no, my girlfriend can like actually do this and text like this. And I'm like, and, well, she's looking at me. I can, two I'm hands like, I can do it, but I need uh, to spot check it. But uh, I'm like, you're crazy. You're yeah, crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Whereas I could just fucking type a fucking entire novel like this and still make sweet, sweet eye contact with you. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. So. Anybody uh, that doesn't know what a touch type, figure it out. Wait, what? Touch type? What do you mean? Where you don't have to look at your oh, fingers. Oh, touch type. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I yeah. just haven't heard it called that before. That's what it is. It's called. Gotcha, gotcha. Mavis Beacon, bro. What's that? Mavis Beacon was like the fucking software on your shitty Apple computer in grade two where you did your, where you went to the computer lab and all you did was typing tests. All the right type. All the right type. That's a good one, too. But Mavis Beacon was fucking where it's at. Mavis Beacon was the realest bitch, bro. Oh, you know what? I can actually remember in the back of my kindergarten classroom having, like, four computers. And two were newer Windows ones. Mm -hmm. And two were old Apple ones. Like, green text on the screen kind of thing. Oh, okay. Borderline. I might be misremembering, but I remember they were old Apple computers. But, Mm -hmm. um... We weren't quite old enough to have those insanely old ones, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah. I think my, like, grade one class had the very old Apple ones. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then we got, like, then I moved to a different school. Then they got Windows, but then I moved to a different school, and then they had the Macs with, like, the green back. Right, the green or blue or yeah, whatever, yeah, the yeah. big bubbly ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I don't think any of my schools, um, oh, you know what? Maybe St. Paul actually did have a few of those Macs, but mm-hmm. I always remember having Windows computers. Yeah. The big blocky ones. Poor. <laughs> yeah <laughs> didn't go to the school for the special kids bro yeah i guess so i no. guess not but uh no i get it yeah. no i i don't know why they did mac over windows because most scores were doing windows but oh, now the sure. big fight is uh is google's trying to get in with all the chromebooks and stuff yeah yeah, that's yeah what I've heard. for sure yeah yeah trying to get yeah yeah that's a big thing and trying to penetrate the classroom right <laughs> but uh being the the technology the kids use at school because they're using it all day that's what they'll in theory go to when they're actual consumers yeah right? they're used so, to it right yeah, yeah yeah no i i just wish i would have taken the type typing seriously when i was a kid because i would just be like uh, i want to play games on mini clip yeah let me play my fucking math games because they're way more engaging than this yeah for let sure. me play reader rabbit I think I remember that actually. Kevin O'Leary's company, bro. The oh, le- really? The learning company. Oh, damn. The worst acquisition of all time. Whoever bought it. I think it was Mattel bought it. Yeah. Worst, Why? Worst. Acqu- Why? Because they immediately just like everything just, they canned everything. Paid huh. them a shit ton of money and then just all the, I don't know. And then didn't do anything. They yeah, basically bought it. Didn't like do anything with it. Corporation paperwork off. Pretty much. Yeah. That was like, because Mark Cuban started a streaming service. Yep. And then Yahoo bought it and they didn't have a streaming service. Yeah, made $3 billion on it, I think. Yeah. And like 
then they didn't do anything uh, with it. They're like, oh, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. R- ridiculous business. But uh, I actually had to reteach myself how to type about two or three years ago. Why? Because I would always have to, like, the fastest I could type Too was Too many about, bad habits? Or yeah, what? the fastest I could type was about 60 words per minute, and I still had to look down sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, and I was still, like, using wrong fingers and stuff. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. I've always been a pretty good typer, but I also don't care enough to optimize it any further. I can type my f- emails fast enough. So. Fucking race me, bro. <laughs> Typeracer.com. <laughs> 1v1. Did you just ask me to 1v1? Yeah, I just you? asked you to fucking 1v1, bro. <laughs> 1v1 me on typeracer.com. Typeracer.com. <laughs> can you actually do that? Like, yeah, go I'll, send, I'll send you the fucking link. I've done it with Adam before and I rape him. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Yeah. I guess for the coding one, you have to be efficient with it and know what you're doing, right? You kind of like, yeah, you don't want to make mistakes, I guess. Because mm-hmm. if you make mistakes, that's generally more so the, the issue. And uh, the big thing you have to learn is where the brackets are and the dashes. Like the brackets, the dashes, mm-hmm. and the equal sign. Yes. So you have to be able to hit all those right here. Uh, smoothly. Exactly. Right. This This mysterious part of the keyboard that no one actually uses. Pretty much, yeah. Only nerds use it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Although uh, this bracket highlights the whole fucking audacity, and I just about deleted it all. So, <laughs> whoops. We still here, bro. We yeah. still here. On that cheery note, we're at probably about an hour. We had an hour and ten minutes almost. Oh damn! Well, that's probably enough for a solo episode, don't you think? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. As always, follow us on Instagram, Long and Hard Podcast. Subscribe leave us a kind review if you enjoyed the show and or are enjoying the show and uh buy a t-shirt long and hard podcast.com merch slash merch no just long it, it redirects uh, our whole fucking website is merch now amazing yeah bro follow me on twitter don't shot talk shit on twitter <laughs> and uh we'll see you next week where yeah. we have a sweet guest i think yes okay until then Goodbye.